When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. You know where to find me at. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Um, today's episode is going to be about how it's harder to see the whole picture when you are standing inside the frame. While everybody else can see what's going on in your toxic relationship with a narcissist, except for you a lot of times. <clears throat> So what I meant by that, that analogy right there, like when I say it's harder to see the entire picture when you are standing in the frame, it means that because you are so close to the situation that you, that you, that you are actually in the situation, it's harder to for you to as the person dealing with this narcissist dealing with this in this toxic relationship, it's harder for you to actually see what is going on. So a lot of times when you are in one of these toxic relationships and your friends and family members are coming up to you and telling you, hey, you don't act the same. Hey, you don't look the same. Hey, I think this relationship is moving too fast. Hey, you don't seem like the same person you used to be. You seem sadder. You're unhappy. You look uncomfortable now. We don't t- we don't see you as much anymore. Um, we don't talk to you as much anymore. You moved away. You don't talk. Uh, uh. All this stuff that people typically hear when they first get into a relationship or a toxic relationship at that did they typically ignore and you state that you, your, your response to situations like this and to words like this is typically going to be something along the lines of you don't know them. You don't know him like I know him. You don't know her like I know her. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't live with us. You're not together with you're not in this relationship. Hey, I know what it seems. It might seem that way to you, but we're actually very happy. I haven't changed. You've changed things like that. You get very, very defensive trying to, you know, push back and protect your relationship and a lot of times people try to protect themselves from being embarrassed because a lot of times when you're dealing with a toxic relationship you can be embarrassed it's embarrassing to tell people what's actually going on and you want to be right you want to make it work because when so when you meet somebody and that person is terrible they have the most god awful reputation possible because i see it all the time like people willingly get into relationships with terrible people that they know to be terrible you know their reputation you know what they've known for doing and you still somehow end up in a relationship with a terrible person. And you end up blaming that terrible person for being a terrible person to you. A lot of people have too much. Uh, and this is not, again, let me preface this. This is not victim blaming. This is literally victim empowerment. Victim, you know, helping you transition from victim to survivor to thriver. That's what this video is for. Like you get in, sometimes pride gets into the way. Your pride gets into the way of you not listening to people that are trying to give you good advice. You think people might be jealous of you. You think might be, and that narcissist a lot of times convinces you that people are jealous of you. Hey, your friends are jealous that you have this great relationship and they don't. Hey, your family is jealous of me. Your family is jealous of me. Your mom's going to be jealous of us because she's, her and your dad broke up. Your dad doesn't know what he's talking about because he, he's not a real man. Blah, 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 this. Blah, 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 that. You see it, you hear it, and you let the narcissist convince you, manipulate you, and gaslight you into listening to them and taking advice from them as opposed to taking good advice from other people. 
and you end up in these toxic ass relationships for a very very long extended period of time and then you end up blaming a narcissist like especially if you a lot of people will forewarn you hey Look, I dated this person before. I know this person's ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend, ex-husband, ex-wife, whatever. I know their ex-person. They they have a history of cheating, treating people terribly. And here you go. They're not the the new supply. They're not going to do me like that. Because typically in your mind, you're like, they're a changed person. They said the other person, they said, he said that his wife was toxic. She said that her husband was toxic. You know? So I'm going to believe this person because they showed me some love. They, they clap my cheeks really good. So I'm going to believe them as opposed to believing anybody else. You know, because it's harder. The closer you are to see, the closer you are to them, the harder it is to see the red flags. Everybody else can see the entire picture frame. Everybody else can see the corners, the edges, the actual intricate, intricate designs of the frame, the framework. Everybody else can see it, but you are actually in the picture. You can't see it. The only thing you, you can see right what's around you, right what's close to you. You can't see everything that's going on because it's happening right under your nose. And a lot of times you in it, it's hard to see it. Now, I say if somebody to like be open to taking advice from people, y'all, everybody's not jealous of you being in a relationship. Everybody's not praying for your downfall. Are some people jealous of you? Yes, yeah, certainly. But not everybody's going to be jealous of you and try to talk you out of dating a terrible person. I, t- I see it all the time. Y'all. I talk to people every single day. And that's one of the main things. I was warned about him and I didn't listen. I was warned by many people. A lot of people said they're rep- I knew them in high school and they had a terrible reputation. I thought time had changed them. Nope. Nope. And you end up you end up getting mad at the person who treated you terribly for treating you terribly. They are, they are going to be who they are going to be. You can't change a toxic person. A lot of times, like I said, a lot of times it's ego and pride kicking in that makes you think you can change somebody. Or you want to be a super healer or a super empath or a super, you know, supernova empath, whatever I call them nowadays, um, to go try to fix somebody. You can't change a toxic person. You can't. You don't possess that power. I, I, I harp this. I preach this. I tell people this. And they see me talking to them. They see me talking. Why can't they be like you? There's your pride kicking in again. You think this, this person that you're with has the ability to be like somebody you see on the internet? Why? What have they done to show you that they, they can get to where I'm at right now? What have they done to show you? Oh, they they looked up a therapist online six years ago. So maybe they know. Why would, And plus, again, y'all, why would they change if y'all are not going to leave them? The rock bottom. They, they why would they change? Like, oh, you. Oh, I know I cheated on you, but you took me back, and you're not going to leave. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to download the new Bumble now. Cool. Why would I change? Why would I stop cheating? Why would you? Why would I stop lying to you if you're going to constantly forgive me? Why would I stop? T- why would I talk to you if the silent treatment works? You see how that goes? Why? Why? Because it's harder to see the closer you are in it. Take a step back. This this is why I tell people when I'm talking to people one on one over Zoom and things like that. This is what I tell people. We are the worst judges judges of character of ourselves. So take a step back. And if you were going through your situation, if your friend, because we give great advice to everybody else, don't we? So if your friend was going through the exact same relationship dynamic that you're going through, the exact same struggle, the exact same trials and tribulations, the exact same abuse, what would you tell them? Or you would tell them, oh, you would tell them to leave and run, run as far as way as you can. What if your daughter or your son is going through the same situation that you're going through right now? What would you tell them? Would you tell them to leave? Would you tell them to stay and work it out? What would you tell them? 
Typically, you're going to tell them to leave. So if you would tell your friends to leave, your family members to leave, why are you too good for your own advice? Is it pride? Is it ego? What is it? Is it the, the want to fix somebody you care about that's not caring about you? What is it? Answer those questions to yourself and they will help you heal. They will help you move on. If you, What would you tell your friend? Your friend came to you and told you your story. Your exact story that you're going through right now. Your friend came to you and told you that exact story. I need some advice. Tell me what to do. Look, I know they cheated on you 25 times. I know they beat you up 15 times. I know they've lied to you. I know they financially abused you. I know they turned into kids against you. But guess what? You need to stay and work it out. No, the hell you wouldn't tell them to stay. You would tell them to pack their stuff up and leave. We'll, you'll find a way. Find a way. So why are we so good for our own advice? Why are we too good for our own advice? Because we are so close to it. We are the worst judges of character of ourselves. Of ourselves. We just are. When I was in a toxic relationship, and I wasn't the, the only toxic one, I was in a toxic relationship with another toxic person, I couldn't see it because I was standing in the frame. When I got out of it and I look back at it now, wow, we were super toxic together. When you get out of it, you would look back and say, like, goodness gracious, how did I let all this happen? Because you couldn't see it because you were so close to it. You couldn't see it because you were so close to it and things move very, very fast. When people have a bad reputation that precedes them and you know about their, rep their bad reputation, they will do everything in their power to try to change you at first, to try to get you on board at first. They will clap the steam off them cheeks. They will have, the steam, they will have them cheeks steaming like, a, like you're pouring like some cold water on some, uh, some hot water on an ice block, a block of ice. The cheeks will be steaming. And you'll just get whipped and you'll be like, yo, no, they're not like that. But they're actually worse. They get worse with you because they know that because you know how empowered, you know how, how powerful a narcissist feels if they can trick you against everybody else's advice. And then because they, they are sure this is how they isolate you, too, from the beginning, because they are showing you a different version of themselves than the world perceives them to be. You think everybody else is out to get you. So you isolate yourself. They don't even have to do anything. The work is done. You do the work for them. Listen, sometimes it takes the ability to listen to people. Sometimes it does. If you feel the red flag, if it doesn't feel right, it don't feel right. I know a lot of people, I talk to a lot of people in their 40s and 50s, it's like, I'm just too old to be moving on. So you, you, but you're too old, but you're too old to be, but you're not old enough to be unhappy, correct? You're too old to try to start over be by yourself for a little while or for an extended period of time, but you're too old, but you're not old enough to be unhappy and be treated terribly. Make that make sense, y'all. I know people are going to like, leave. you spent this whole episode blaming the victims. No, I did not. I'm explaining how I understand how it's hard to see what's going on when you're so close to it. When you take a step back from your life, put somebody else in your shoes, take off your, your, your Nikes or your, uh, your own clouds or your, your Metcons or whatever you got on. You take off your, kick off your Jordans and put your friend in your Jordan. Let your friend wear your Jordans for a little while. Let your friends wear your pumps, your, your kitten heels for a little bit. Yo, yo, let your friends wear them for a little bit and see what, see what kind of advice you give to them. Ask yourself what kind of advice you would give to somebody else that was in the exact same situation as you because you would not tell them to stay and, and fight through it. Because you know in your own situation right now that you are perpetually unhappy. You would not tell them to stay. Oh my God, you should stay. No, you wouldn't. If you did, if you, if you say that, I would tell them to stay. Cool. Cool. Bet. <laughs> Bet. But I understand why it's so hard to see it because you're so close to it. You just are. Take a step back. If your friend was in the situation, would you tell them to stay or would you tell them to go? Give your give your friend good advice, but give it to yourself. The same advice you would give to your friend or your family member, your son, your daughter was going through it, give it to yourself instead. 
You have to. You have. I'm just telling you. If you don't do this, you then you you will be stuck. This is your life. Somebody tried to correct me. Well, I, well, I said I said the other day you can't change them. This is your life. Somebody said Lee, you need to stop saying it and just tell them to leave. What do you think that means? What do you think the statement this is? If you can, like, if you stay, this is your life. What do you think that means? That doesn't mean stay and enjoy the ride. That means this is gonna be a bumpy ass ride as your own. This roller coaster is missing a couple planks on the track. It's missing the wheel and shooting sparks going down. Everybody's screaming on a roller coaster, except for the person driving or the conductor, the narcissist. You have to take a step back in your life. It's so hard to see. It's so hard to see the full picture because you're standing in the frame. Take a step back, get a glimpse of the full picture. Put that. Put, look, put somebody else in your place. <laughs> you know the, the the picture with the old man, the woman with the pitchfork on the form. Take a step back, put your friend right there. See what you tell them. Anyways, y'all like and subscribe for more mental illness is out. Peace. And y'all know my podcasters, y'all get a few extra seconds. I think look, y'all, I'm so super thankful for y'all. Look, I just looked up my uh my podcast on Apple Music and I'm so thankful for y'all. All the five star ratings. Oh my god. Like I looked on there, I have three hundred and seventeen ratings on there so far. That is amazing, y'all. I really truly appreciate it. KMSVA. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate your honesty and candor. Thank you so much for leaving that review. Uh it was the Cami Elizabeth, 1991. Thank you. By far the most helpful and eye-opening podcast. Thank you so much. B. Howard, thank you. By the grace of God, I found you on Facebook. I appreciate y'all reviews. I really, really, truly do. I look at them. Uh, I'm going to start reading more. I just want to go and cut this thing short, y'all. Like and subscribe for more, of course. And if you haven't already, follow to the YouTube. I'm super thankful for y'all. Mental illness is out. Peace.